name is Emily, um, and like I said, I'm from, I'm here because I work with an organisation called Project Possible, and we used to be called Rope, so you might have heard of us uh, under that name of Rope, uh, I'm seeing some nodding here, <laughs> oh yeah, that one, um, yeah, so now we're called Project Possible, changed our name. Um, and I work with them. Um, I have to clarify that I'm actually not a reverend. <laughs> um, I don't know how uh, that got um, uh, uh, through, um, but you guys have promoted me for the day, so <laughs> I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be a reverend today. Um, yeah, so I'm here today um, to talk to you because you guys have been really kind in sharing your, some of your um, harvest giving with Project Possible. And so I'm here to say thank you so much for, for sharing that with us and to tell you a little bit about how we're going to use it. Um, so Project Possible works with um, partners in lots of different countries, in Africa, in South America, and Asia. Um, but your giving uh, is going to go to India, uh, to a project, uh, a partner there called AKS. They run a, a multilingual education program. So... Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to share a little bit more about that uh, during the morning. Um, hopefully you'll um, be encouraged uh, to hear about that. Uh, but first I wanted to look at the Bible, and I apologise for not sharing a reading with you <laughs> in advance. Um, but I'm going to read a tiny passage, it's very short. It's from Matthew 13, uh, verse 33. Um, and it says, Jesus also used this illustration. The kingdom of heaven is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Okay. So... In this verse, uh, Jesus talks about uh, the kingdom of heaven being like a little bit of yeast that permeates through the whole dough, and it transforms this dry, crusty, cracker-like flatbread into light, bouncy, fluffy, leavened bread, something that we've probably seen on the Bake Off. Thank you for mentioning that. That's a good one. Um, so this, um, this verse pops up in Matthew where um, Jesus is talking to a crowd and he's telling them all of these different little parable stories and each one tells them a little different aspect about the, the kingdom of heaven and what it's like. And all of them have like a different point to make. He talks about seeds, he talks about weeds, he talks about dragnets and fishing. Um, but I think the point that he's making in this, um, in this parable is that the kingdom of heaven is like the yeast. It transforms everything. It changes everything. Um, so if we have heaven over here, and we have earth over here, and that place where the two overlap, where the kingdom of heaven is, it changes everything. Um, the yeast has a transformative effect on the dough. It's not just a little corner of it. Um, it changes it completely. It doubles it in size. Its texture changes, and the final outcome is a completely different kind of bread. And in the same way, um, all of creation is being changed and transformed by the kingdom of heaven that has come in Jesus and is still coming. And um, I hope that you guys all have stories from your own lives 
uh, and from your community of how the kingdom of heaven has brought change and transformation, like in the song that we sang this morning about the change that we see in ourselves and, um, and in the people around us. Um, and I'd like to share a little bit about how, what that looks like in this community in India, in these few villages in India where these guys are working. Um, so I have a slide which has a map on it. This is a, a map of India and uh, that red blob is where <laughs> the Ashakiran Society works. So the Ashakiran Society, we call them AKS for short, um, they are a community of Christians who have decided to live together and um, to serve in this area um, on the eastern side of India in the villages around them to show them God's love. And they run a hospital and they have an agricultural program and they also have an education program, which is what we support at Project Possible and what we're working together on. So, um, the area where they work here is quite rural, remote area. Um, as you can see, it's a beautiful agricultural land, but it does also um, face a lot of poverty. And the people groups that live in that area have faced uh, some exclusion. So one of the ways that they have faced exclusion is in the education system. Um, uh, mostly due to language. So, India is a huge country and lots of different languages are spoken. I believe there's as many as 22 official languages, but even beyond that, there's hundreds of uh, local languages. So, in the states where they work, they work in Odisha state, and the, um, the state language is called Odia. But the children who go to school in the villages around AKS don't speak the state language. They speak their own local language. So the state language is kind of foreign to them. So when they go to school and start trying to learn, everything's in a different language, and it's a real challenge for them to understand what's going on. And as a, as a result, a lot of the children get dis discouraged, demotivated, and end up dropping out of school. So... Um, as you probably know, starting school is, is a scary thing for a little kid. And then when they get there and they find that uh, they don't understand what's going on, <laughs> they don't understand the language, it makes it even harder for them. Um, so it's a huge barrier for them to overcome right at the outset of their education. So what AKS have uh, started to do is they've started to train young people in the villages to teach children in their local language. So they can start to learn to read and write and do some basic math in their own language. And then slowly through the course of primary school, they learn the state language so that when they are ready to go to secondary school, they um, can continue their education in the state language and they're set, they're ready to go. Um, so another challenge about this is that a lot of the children who come to the schools in the villages are some of the first children in their families to have gone to school or have to progress through school. So this brings, brings its own challenges. Um, and I can share a story of one girl called Archita. So, oh yeah, this is uh, 
one of the schools. And this is Archita. So Archita started going to school in one of the um, centres that um, that has this uh, multilingual um, program running in it. Um, but like any four, five, six-year-old, she struggled a bit to settle in. She didn't feel super comfortable, even though she understood the language and everything. She was she just struggled to settle, and so she didn't go to school often. She didn't turn up, or she would leave school early and sneak off. Um, so her teachers, who have been trained by AKS, uh, went and uh, met with her parents. And her parents had not been to school themselves, so they didn't really appreciate why she needed to be there consistently. So the teachers sat down with them and explained to them, if she's going to learn, she needs to go consistently. She needs to be able to practice and um, keep, keep going every day. So her parents' response was excellent. Her dad, the very next day, her dad took Archita to school and stayed with her in the classroom for the whole day. And then the next day, he did the same thing, and the same thing for a whole week. He stayed with her in school. And that was all it took for Archita to kind of settle, and um, just having her dad in the room just helped her to relax and take in what was going on, and she was hooked by the end of the week. And so after that one week, Dad stopped going to school after that, um, uh, her attendance has improved hugely, and now she's one of the best, uh, achie best achieving kids in the, in the class, in her class. Um, just because she's settled. So this work of trying to make sure that kids get the best possible start in education is like a team effort. It involves the kids. They need to be brave and turn up and put the effort in. It involves the, the parents understanding what's important, how they can support their children. It involves the teachers um, making the education accessible in their language. And it involves AKS, who train and support the teachers. And it involves us afar, like supporting them from afar over here. So I can show you, um, this is what one of the classrooms looks like. So many of the children who have completed primary school are now going on to secondary school. And some of them have even managed to go on to college and even university. So you can imagine the doors that are opening up to children in this village that just weren't open to them before because of they've had that extra help early on in their education. And uh, this project now reaches 600 children every day. So tomorrow's Monday. There will be 600 children sitting in classrooms like this across 14 villages uh, in that little area of India. Um, because of this program. So, jumping back to our verse about the yeast and the dough, I think um, Jesus particularly seems to be highlighting the fact that there's a tiny bit of yeast that you use compared to the amount of flour that you put in. The yeast is quite small. The flour is big. Um, and yet, this tiny amount of yeast has an impact throughout the dough. And Jesus says that the kingdom of heaven works like that. So I've mentioned some quite big numbers, big numbers of children being impacted by this program, but it didn't start that way. And 
Um, you might imagine that to reach 600 children, you'd mobilise a big army of teachers and send them out to you know, educate the masses. But um, that's not how it started. I'd like to introduce you to Shamison. That gentleman there's name is, is Shamison. Um, so Shamison is a Christian who chose to serve with AKS uh, in this area of India. And he leads this education program. And the way that he went about starting the program is quite remarkable. Um, so to get things started, what he did is he simply went and lived in one of the villages. So that's a picture of one of the villages where he went to live. He just lived in the village. He got to know people. He made friends. He got to know the, the community. Then he started to train up some of the young people as teachers and to get these, um, the multilingual education class started in that one, that one village. And then once it was established, he'd move on to the next village and the next. And over the course of several years, he's now reached 14 villages and all of these 600 children. Um, not only that, but he also... Oh, so that's another a picture of Shamathan in the classroom. And those are some of the teachers, some of the young people in the community who have who've been trained as teachers. They look like fun teachers to me. <laughs> um, this is the village education committee. So in each of the villages, um, not only have they now got newly trained teachers, but they have these village education committees where the <coughs> parents and uh, community members come together to support the school. Um, so this has been really important in helping especially the parents in, in the area to understand the value of education and understand how best they can support their children uh, to learn. So from one person, Shamathan, from his commitment and investment, all of this, um, all of this stuff has happened. And it's um, not just the, the hundreds of children who have been impacted by the, by the classes, but also the communities around them. And um, some of my colleagues went to visit, to visit uh, AKS earlier this year, and they found that when they went to visit the different villages, they found that in many of them, a little church had been established as well. So the kingdom of heaven changes everything. I'd like to um, tell another story um, about another gentleman called Sushil. This is Sushil. So Sushil grew up in, um, in one of the villages where AKS works, called Dala, I think. And um, he grew up and he could see kind of the challenges in his village and he really wanted to do something about it, but he didn't know what to do. He wanted to see change and development, but he didn't know what he could do about it. And maybe some of you feel like that sometimes. Maybe you look around at the challenges uh, around us. There's people who are struggling with loneliness or depression or uh, there's the cost of living crisis. People's families are struggling. Maybe people are in debt. And we see these challenges around us and we just like, what, what do I do? I don't know. I don't know how to respond. Um, 
But for Sushil, he saw the uh, village, the education program get started in his village. And he chose to get involved. He chose to, cho to join the VEC, the Village Education Committee, to support the village school because he saw that there was a beginnings of change. And this year, during the course of this year, AKS, our partners there, have been training Sushil in something called community organizing. So he's learned the skills of bringing people together to talk about their challenges and what they can do about them to help them to develop a vision together of how, what do they want to see change in their village, what do they, how do they want to grow and change, and then to make a plan. What are we going to do? How can we work together to, to see those things happen? Um, and Sushil has uh, been working with his VEC, and they've, um, what they managed to do is they started to sell some guava leaves and they got a little bit of income from that, and then they've used that income to support their school. And uh, other uh, committees have identified like community land that's not owned by anyone in particular. It's like community land, but it was going unused. So they've taken that land, they've cleared it, and they've planted trees on it like pepper and cashew nuts, things that are going to bring a harvest every year and then they're going to use that harvest to support their school. So what that means is that the whole community is coming together to literally work on that land together for the good of the children in their community, for the future of their community, to see change coming to their village. And to me, that's a huge sign of the kingdom of heaven at work, the kingdom changing everything. Yeah, I just want to leave you with kind of a final thought that the kingdom of heaven changes everything and when Jesus taught us to pray he taught us to pray your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven that when heaven and earth overlap that his kingdom would come and so firstly I just want to encourage you that that prayer is being answered it's being answered here in India, what we've talked about this morning, and we work with several partners in different countries as well, and I can tell you other stories of where this is happening. The kingdom is moving, it's changing things, it's bringing transformation. Jesus is busy. <laughs> um, so I just want to encourage you to uh, keep praying that prayer, because it is being answered. Um, and also, if you would like to pray specifically for, for AKS and for um, what's happening here because you guys have supported them we um, send out like a prayer update with updates of how things are going in India and with our other partners so if you would like to receive updates then let me know I, we have some forms that I brought brought along which I've lost some forms here uh, out the back so if you'd like to to continue praying with us specifically for this um, then let me know but either way um, we can be praying this prayer that Jesus taught us that his kingdom would come that his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven in India anywhere in the world that you care about and right here in Billericay too yeah so that's all I wanted to share with you guys this morning can I, can I pray for us? yeah yeah Lord Jesus I thank you so much for this morning Thank you that you're here with us. 
And I thank you that you are our King. And I praise you and I worship you, God. I give you all the glory that you are a mighty King and you are bringing change in so many ways, in small, forgotten places around the world, God. You are bringing change and transformation. And we just give you all the glory for that and we worship you for that. And Lord, we pray that your kingdom would come on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. And be with us uh, as we follow you and um, seek to see that transformation in ourselves and in our communities around us. Be with us. Show us how to do it. Um, Yeah, and I just pray your blessing on the team in AKS. We pray a blessing on the children, the teachers, their parents, the parents, um, the AKS team. I thank you for what you're doing there. Bless what you're doing and ask for more. And I pray your blessing as well on this church and all of the people here this morning. Just pray your blessing on them that you would keep doing your good work in them too. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.